0: Hello, this is your host, Cheryl C. Jones, with a warning. This podcast contains true stories of individual genius that may inspire you to take action in your own life. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Getting Simply the Best Results podcast. I'm your host, Cheryl C. Jones. And I'm Kathy Holsher, the producer of this podcast. So for the last several
1: months on this podcast, we've focused on individual genius as it pertains to entrepreneurship. Today, though, we're turning the tables and I will interview Cheryl to seek out her genius and give our audience better insight into the woman behind the voice. So welcome, Cheryl.
0: Why, thank you to be welcome to my
1: own podcast. (laughs) Fun 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 well it occurred to me people have said, you know what is Cheryl's background where'd she go to school what's her what is her major etc cetera, etc cetera. so I just thought you know let's let the woman clear it up <laughs> the mystery will be revealed there we go so let's see. so shall we jump right in so let's get started okay because I know a lot about you but I'm gonna let you tell the story in your words okay. <laughs> Which story? <laughs> Just kidding. All right. So, no, seriously, tell me a little bit about your background. Where did you go to to college? What was your degree? And then how have you sort of um, become this sort of guru that you have become where you're so insightful and helpful and, and team-oriented? Just tell us a little bit about you.
0: Well, this... Could be a long story, but I'll do my very best to keep it short. <laughs> so um, to we'll, let's, we'll start at college. Um, my background is in hospitality. So I went to the University of Houston, the, the Hilton School of Hospi- Hospitality, Hilton School of Hotel Restaurant Management, and um, really had a, a love for hospitality and spent a number of years in that industry. However, the if you will, the team orientation, the intuitive, um, skill set that I use in, in all aspects of, of my leadership, whether it was in hospitality or coaching or whatever I've done since has really, um, was really, um, how shall I say came to light as a much younger person. So when I was 13, 14, um, maybe even sooner but that's really the time frame in which i kind of can anchor it with, with some memory um i was very intuitive and i was picking up what other people were feeling and whether what um what other people were thinking without knowing that that was what was going on and um and i would and when i discovered the fact that i kind of had this skill set um i started looking to Um, and grow it, you know, to really increase it because it was really interesting to me. So I read a lot of books on it and so forth. So
1: how old were you when you sort of began to understand and embrace
0: intuition? I remember being maybe about 14 or maybe, well, I might have been a little older than that, maybe 15. Mm -hmm. uh, Because I remember riding the bus to the library and checking out books on ESP, extrasensory perception, and studying it. And then I remember um, play, playing games with the you know how you get those little photos? We Remember when we were kids and we exchanged the photos, the little inch by inch and a half photos? Yeah, yeah, that that, <laughs> we from your getting. class pictures. Your class pictures? Yeah. Well, I had my wallet full of those, right? Okay. So I would pull those out and well, I would... because you got 5,000 of them. Oh, it, well, yeah. maybe not that many, but <laughs> close. Yeah, there, there weren't that many people in my elementary school or, or middle school, right? So, um, but I would play games with them and close my eyes and shuffle them and try to identify which one they were. And... I was more than 50% right. I was more in the 70 to 80 range of them being, the picture being upside down and me and my eyes closed and me able to identify who it was on the other side. And so, later on that intuitiveness that um i was having isu- i was i would call them an issue no i would have events wouldn't call them an issue at the time it felt like an issue because it's it was scary where i would see things happening before they happened so i would have precognition and um and i felt responsible for that so if i saw somebody um something happening for someone or i saw a vision of something bad happening for someone i felt responsible and at you know at eighteen, nineteen, when mm-hmm. this was happening quite frequently i didn't know what to do with it i felt like i was supposed to do something with it and if i didn't and i saw it come to fruition i felt bad and so you know i've, I've learned now to process that and realize that that's not my responsibility and not all people are open to hearing that they might Take a different path to avoid such a situation, a negative situation anyway. But the gift that it is, and it is that very often when I work with individuals or businesses, I can see the potentiality of positive things for them. And that's when it's really a really cool gift because I like see the vision. I don't know, always know the exact path to get there but I'm smart enough now after all these years of business, I can figure out what the path, the probable path is to get to that destination if that's where they want to go. So, so my, um, skill set is both, um, in leadership, you know, in terms of that, but with this intuitive, um, future cast, if you will, perspective on it. Um, and so my, so I spent a number back to hospitality I spent a number of years in the hospitality industry working for hotels and restaurants, major chains, uh, Hilton, Intercontinental, uh, Outrigger, Weston, and and in the food and, beverage, food and beverage division of those hotels, and Open sea World of Texas a long, long time ago. And, um, and I've always used that skill set. And then decided that I felt like there was an opportunity for me to serve more people as a consultant- and and working with people who were wanting to move forward and so I went out on my own and so now I've been in business and as my own entity my own company simply the best results for the last 30 years and
1: so simply the best results what um how would you characterize your business what do you who do you cater to who is who's your audience
0: my audience is is primarily small businesses and individuals who are ready to take a major leap forward, who are ready to transform limited thinking and really step into their own potentiality. And I know that scares a lot of business owners and that scares a lot of individuals because those individuals might work for a company yet they've had a dream that they want to go do their own thing. And and that's scary to step away from the security of a company, you know, that you might work for or change what you're doing or how you're doing it. If you are an entrepreneur and you own a business, right? Change the way you're doing things yet very often, resting on our our laurels of security is not the best way to achieve the results that we want to create
1: right, right yeah so uh, so with this intuitiveness that you have um, where you said that you could see people's potential, but you could also see where they were running into problems issues, etc. so how do you yourself, Resolve that within you when you see something bad in, in ahead of them. Is it a, a clear vision or is it just a feeling that that's
0: the wrong path? That's not the way to go. Yes. And yes. Okay. Um, sometimes, sometimes it's a, it's a clear vision. Like I, I might be able to see where they're running amok and, um, they're not choosing the more hmm, efficient way to get to their destination because they've got something made up in their mind from other information or history, their own history or somebody else's. And that's clouding them moving in a certain direction or that's clouding their Mm decision-making. And once you clear the clouds and you clear the muck of false beliefs, false orientation, then you can make up your own mind and you can see clearly um, what is the next logical step that's going to take you where you want to go? Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that is, no, I, I okay. understand what you're saying. So it's not necessarily like I just saw you have a car accident. It's more like mm-hmm. you, you, I see that you have a potential and I see that you are heading down a, a path that doesn't necessarily support that. support that. Right, right, right. And yes,
0: yeah. I have seen car accidents. <laughs> I was hoping that wasn't true for you. Um, not so much in the in recent years. Um, however, there have been a number of times where um, I have seen I've seen the potentiality of that, and it was totally out of my hands. There was nothing I could do about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, um, That'd yeah. Be a hard thing to live. Yeah, I really I've really tried to shelter or filter that part out because mm-hmm. of you know. However, if I'm it like. It's not unusual for me to say to my husband, I think you should take your foot off the accelerator. I feel like there's a cop up ahead. Or please slow down. And part of it's logic and part of it's more than that, Mm -hmm. right? Right. Please slow down. The roads are wet. I have some, please don't use cruise control or whatever, right? Right. On the wet roads. And, And maybe that's fear. Maybe that's intuition. Maybe that's logic. I don't always know, but he's learned now. My husband has now learned to, um, listen to me because, you know, the cop has been up ahead more times than not when I've had that, that moment. That's funny. So we haven't had to have an exit or anything to prove that way. Well, that's good. good. (laughs) Thank goodness.
1: So what do you think, um, what skill or characteristic that you have do you think has helped you get the best results in your life and in your, your career?
0: I think probably there's two things. One is curiosity. I am, curi. I'm the, I'm curious. If you remember Curious George, the monkey, and the mm-hmm. book series and the video series when we were when we were, children were small, um, I am curious about everything. So my clients have included everything from funeral homes to rug stores to NBA basketball teams. And I keep asking questions until I understand what's going, how that operation works, mm-hmm. what, you know, what motivates the people, what's, what's going on. Um, I don't have to be a funeral, <laughs> funeral director to understand the nuances of the business or a salesperson with a San Antonio Spurs to understand their challenges. But in talking with them and ask and being curious, People share information with me and I get greater insight. And I really am curious. It's not a, I have a set list of questions, not at all. I'm curious about what makes them tick, what motivates them, what keeps them going. And so curiosity is a big one. The second one is is intuition. And I'm listening between the lines. So I'm listening between what people are saying and picking up and tuning into their their emotions, their subtle energies, the, um, the things that they're not even saying that, are, that reflect how they're actually feeling. And I have an ability to read that and put it back to them and say, you say this, but I'm picking up something else. And very often they'll go, yeah, you're right. That's really how I'm feeling this is all a facade or whatever, you know? Wow. Um, and, and that gives people freedom to kind of let the wall down and just be real and not have to be something they're not, you know? So so those the curiosity and the intuition, how have you,
1: what have you had to do? Well, curiosity, but maybe the intuitive part of it. Mm-hmm. What have you had to do to um, hone that? What have you done to sort of Back that up Mm. and make sure you're moving in the right direction
0: with it for good. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's not a negative thing in me, you know, Mm -hmm. that that wants something bad for someone else. Never. Um, I think part of what um, I've done is I've developed a number of skill sets. I've trained my... um, I've trained my psyche to my conscious, well, what do you want to call it, my ego, to get out of the way, and in doing that, I can very often separate fact from fish, fiction, and for another person, and also for myself. So one of the things that I've done is I've learned to muscle test, mm-hmm. and muscle testing is called is also called applied kinesiology, and I'm able to gain clear answers without ego, mine or someone else's being involved to get clear answers. So I'm able to bypass the, the egoic mind and tap into the true self, whether it's for myself or someone else, um, and get their true answers. And so I can do it surrogately or I, or for myself. And that has helped me get clarity and get past all the, 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 garbage and the the stuff that that society has we've been put on us as well as we've adopted and so that allows for clarity so i can get real clear on whether or not something's in alignment with that person's higher self or in alignment with my higher self you know i can ask myself and use muscle testing to get yes or no answers to find out um, you know, is this in alignment with my highest and best good? Or if I'm testing for you, I can I, I test for you, of course, with only with your permission, never without your permission, always with your permission. Um, and I can say, is this to Kathy's highest and best good? And I can get an answer for that. I have not practiced testing for whole groups. Right. That would be tough. Well... You have a lot of, you. a lot of things come, come especially if they're not a, a group that is in sync with one another, like yeah. a team, mm-hmm. a well-oiled team very often will be in sync with one another. A, a, a networking event, too many different egos. And and I don't mean that ego in a negative way, but mm-hmm. too many different priorities and people trying to be who they think they're supposed to be. Right, right. To... To test for a whole group, sometimes I have tested for a whole group and said, "What is to the group's highest and best good?" But it's more general than it is specific to any one person. And so, all of
1: this that you're doing is all within your body, within your your um, physical and mental being to that Mm -hmm. you draw from
0: yes so um in in to describe it a little bit um when i do it i use my fingers i use two fingers straight and i put them through uh, um, two on the other hand put them through two linking fingers that are just touching it would be my ring finger and my thumb and they're just touching to make a circle and i then pull against that that linking spot and with the other two, with the so right. So
1: you're looking at your index finger and the one next to it. Right, on middle finger, hand, yeah. And then ring finger
0: to thumb on the other hand. Correct. So you just put fingers just, in the fingers mm-hmm. in the In the hole of holes. it and just pull against it. So <clears> I will ask, first of all, it, show me a yes and pull against the... the connection point and if it doesn't open that shows me that's a yes if my fingers go straight through it like butter then I know that's a no and and so I know that I am bypassing my logical brain because I'm using the exact same pressure that um, I would use um, whether it's a yes or no question it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. and so the way that I connect with other people to test for them is that very often if they're in my presence, I will ask if I may have permission to test for them and then I'll hold their hands. And we'll hold hands and connect energetically. And I can feel when that happens And I, and, and then when that happens, then I can test for them. And at the end, I have to do a a minor little ritual to separate our energies so that I'm not then carrying the other person's energy with me. Mm -hmm. Um, And they, you know, they're fully in decision making. I'm not overriding anything they can do, but what I'm doing is, you know, they may be, I may say, um, you know, so you you think you want to be an astronaut. I don't know, I'm just choosing something, right? right? And they say, oh, I'm sure I want to be an astronaut. And then I'll muscle test for them and it'll say, no, I don't want to be an astronaut, but I like the idea of doing something related to space or something, right? Right. And then that way, you know, we get more clear answers, you know? Right, right. So it, it's it's amazing um, how it how I have used this in many different ways to gain answers and help people clear out the muck that is part of who they think they're supposed to be
1: or the what should I do what should I do or the shoulds
0: yes that or the shoulds that other people have put on them right I should
1: have done that
0: right I should have started this career sooner I should have whatever I should have finished school or Mm -hmm. whatever and that's really garbage that's really Mm -hmm. garbage that doesn't support you you or the individual moving forward yeah yeah
1: Well, so since you have begun your career, since you graduated from college and you worked in the hospitality industry for a while, and then you sort of went out on your own, Mm -hmm. so how has, how is it, how have you you changed or what you offer or your business, how have you changed (laughs) from those days until what you do now?
0: Oh my gosh. Well, there's quite a big difference. Um. I had a lot of shoulds on me back then about, oh, I should be this kind of trainer or person. And and it's so funny to think about the distance I've come. Um, in the beginning, it was all about, I knew something about customer service. So I was going to teach the world. How, in fact, my very first job was for my eye doctor who said, oh, are you still working at the St. Anthony Hotel? And I said, oh, no, let me tell you about what I'm doing now. And he says, could you teach my staff? you know, customer service. I said, absolutely. Patients are just like customers. Right. And how did that work out? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No. Okay. Not so much. <laughs> no, actually, no, it worked out fine. But it tended to be... Um, it tended to be a very different industry. Mm-hmm. And of course, now I understand medical, the medical industry and that model and the retail industry and that model and so forth. And mm-hmm. basic principles are the same. Mm-hmm. But the difference now is that when I, if somebody were to ask me to teach customer service now, I'd say, mm, we got to start some other places first because it's not about the smile program. It's really about, you know, how do people feel about themselves? Do they feel like, you know, they have personal power? Do they feel that they have self confidence? Do they have a sense of inner peace and can they find it? Um, I think very much the people that are, Performing at high levels are people who have um, emotional not only IQ. But they also have emotional mastery. So they recognize when they get triggered and they recognize what they can do to resolve that trigger so it doesn't continue to be a trigger. And that's part of what I teach now. So I don't teach customer service so much anymore at all. And what I'm really teaching is people to to be responsible for their own emotions, to be responsible for how they feel what they want to feel and and getting the limiting and negative thoughts out of the way so what does that look like today it looks like workshops and it looks like on that subject mm-hmm. and it work and it looks like coaching where I'm he I'm helping people regain their personal power and, and self-confidence and have inner peace in a chaotic world mm-hmm. as well as as you know helping some of them I'm helping start businesses because they're trying to figure out okay I'm scared I don't know how to do this but this is my calling. I'm going to move forward on that calling. And, um, and yeah, that works out So you sort of help with their mindset, keeping them focused. Big time mindset. Right. Yes. So, so so it's not about overpowering the mind. I think a lot of people think when it comes to mindset, they think about, Oh, I have to control the mind and what it thinks and how it feels. No, it's about, it's about recognizing what gets in the way of you having a positive mindset mm -hmm recognizing that's all bogus most likely and yeah, and then clearing it out of the way so it doesn't have to continue to bother you and get in the way of whatever dream it is that you're pursuing. That's the power in a mindset. So
1: if, if a XYZ organization called you and said, Cheryl, our team is full of talent, but we cannot make our, our goals. Mm -hmm. Okay. So kind of walk us through a little bit, how you would sort of, start working with them what would be sort of some of the the things that you would have them engage in and yeah kind of give us an idea
0: so i typically would do some kind of uh, research work and that would be that i would go in and find out talk to many of the employees you know some of the formal leaders as well as the informal leaders sort of like one-on-ones yes Mm -hmm. so be interview type of situation. What do they think is going on? Where do they think the challenges are? Because very often what management thinks and what the actual team thinks are two different things. Mm-hmm. And then we would probably, that would inform me in a number of different ways as to what needs to follow. Um, sometimes it's one or two people that are kind of stirring the pot and causing the whole group not to function well then that's might we might address it one way. If that was the case, um, i like de- some individual some coaching, in, correct. Some individual mm-hmm. coaching, something like that. But I think the whole, the whole team would probably, we would probably look at some personality profiles, how we're all different. And very often people confuse, um, a personality profile difference as somebody who's trying to start trouble or create a problem when in reality they don't recognize that that's a different personality and has different needs and so they get their feelings hurt or whatever and and once we start clearing the air around that people can work better together i think we would probably also look at i mean granted this is a fictitious organization right or team and we'd probably look at um some of the other other challenges. Have there been some changes in their environment? How are those handled? How is the leader integrating and dealing, you know, uh, integrating new information as well as dealing with pushback or problems and things like that? So there might be some coaching for the leaders. Probably there would, might... Ideally be some training on personal power. How do you speak your truth and not offend others mm-hmm. in a way that so that others can hear you and not just, um, you know, put up the guardrail and not hear you at all. You know, the, the right. yeah, close your ears to everything. So, you know, um I love doing retreats where we take people off site and, you know, but groundwork has to be done first. And when you do that, then that makes that retreat, you know, 10 times more powerful than anything. Yeah. Right. And then anything else. So, and then usually some follow up, you know, uh, four months or some kind of intervals, depending on every four months or every three months or whatever, to keep people focused and remembering some of the things that they've learned and practicing them. Right. Yeah. Right. So, among your many
1: talents, you are also a keynote speaker. This is true. Um, And a book author.
0: This is true, too.
1: Okay. So, (laughs) you have written two books that I'm aware of.
0: Just those two. Just those two. Just those two.
1: And um, I'd like to hear a little bit about what they are, what they're about, and how we can get them. Absolutely. And I know the title. It's called uh, Self Mastery. No,
0: that's not it. No, self, no, I'm just kidding. Emotional Self Mastery. The best book on regaining personal power, self-confidence, and peace. Sounds perfect. Thank you. Well, so the, this book is about, um, it's the science, if you will, as well as the techniques to regaining your personal power and well personal power self-confidence and peace and so the front half of the book is really about the science behind it um neuropathways and how things get stuck in our system mm-hmm. and um, how we can change that that we we don't have to be a product of our past experiences we don't have to carry those around we can move through them and they and it doesn't mean you forget them it just means that they're no longer they no longer have an emotional charge to them and believe me, that is humongous. That is just gigantic, 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 gig, whatever that word right, is. I right, right. just made up. Gigantic. It's gigantic. Yeah. Anyway, and the the thing is, is so often we'll get triggered by um, something someone says or a, a, an event that looks similar to some other experience we've had, and that causes that emotion in our in us to come back up again, and we relive it or we have a memory of it, and we see it over and over and over in our heads, and we're trying to avoid that memory, but the thing is is we're playing it over and over and over. Well, that only activates the emotion again and again and again, and we have to relive it over and over. But what if, what if you could take the emotion out of that? You could take the charge out of it, and it was no longer, it no longer created that surge of energy in your body that made you go into fight or flight. I mean, what would that be like mm-hmm. when it was just neutral? It was like, oh, oh, just neutral. Well, it would have no effect on you. You wouldn't have to keep reliving it. You wouldn't keep having that experience over and over again and your your adrenals putting out all, all that adrenaline to respond to something that wasn't happening. It was only remembering what did once happen. So this book is about understanding what happens in our bodies and and there are 12 techniques in it for you to eliminate worry, to um, destroy fear, to get past past hurts, um, to just neutralize the traumas and the things that trigger you into a negative and feeling negatively. And there's no reason that you should, because it's that stuff that holds us back, that keeps us from feeling joy and love and peace and, and uh, just appreciation every day. So there's a, there's a different way to live. You don't have
1: to live angry or sad.
0: You choice, don't. I guess. It's, a it's, a I it's a choice. It's a choice. It's a choice. It's a choice as long as you know you have one. Right. Right? If you don't know that there's a solution to those feelings, then it's not a choice. Right? Know, I got to say, you know, I have read the book. I'm acting like I didn't, but I did. <laughs> and um,
1: really, that was probably one of the biggest lessons coming out of it was it really is your choice and, and you can... You can feel good and live happily, or you can live in the mire and the negativity and yeah. the negative self talk and all of that. So, I yeah. love the book. I highly recommend it. But there is a second book, too.
0: The second book is a companion journal, it's a 90 day companion journal that goes with the book. And it's, you can, the nice part about it is, is it helps you gain self-awareness and clarity and you don't have to work from the beginning to the end with 90 days or anything like that. You can literally just flip to a page, choose a page and write and respond to the prompt that's on that page. Some of them have connections to activities in the book and or to solutions or techniques in the book. And um, I encourage people to write about it first and then go to the, turn in, you know, turn to the page in the book that's referenced and and use the technique on it because it's really powerful. All the feedback that I've had from people who've actually used the 90-day the journal is, oh my gosh, I had no idea that, you know, writing about something like that, uh, that happened, whatever the prompt was, could have that kind of effect. So it's, it's such a simple little thing, but it's, it's really powerful. Powerful. That is interesting. So that you can find both the
1: book and the 90 day companion journal on Amazon and Amazon. Mm -hmm. And you can download the first chapter for free on your website. I've seen that. Right. Uh, www.simplythebestresults.com. And then you'll click on the menu header book. I believe you're right. And if you go in there, there's a uh, uh, you can click a link to download the first chapter and kind of get a feel for the rest of the book. So, Cheryl, what is next for you?
0: Well, we have some very exciting things coming up. So we have started a... Um, a workshop called Master Your Emotions, Master Your Life. And it's one that we'll be running periodically throughout the year. It's a three-part workshop. Usually happens in the evening and uh, is only 75 minutes. So an hour and 15 minutes. It's not long at all. Three three weeks in a row. And we focus the first week on, on uh, regaining your personal power. And second week is about self-confidence. And the third week is about inner peace. So we have those that's coming up. You'll have to check the website to see the upcoming dates and it's really affordable to attend. So I encourage you to look and consider that because it's, it's quite powerful. The feedback that we've gotten has been amazing. Um, So that's one thing. Another thing is that we're working on building online training programs that will help people do um, develop their self-awareness and their, you know, ability to, um, neutralize things that are not, not supportive to them, unsupportive thoughts and beliefs and things like that and traumas. Um, and we're, that's in the process of being built right now. We'll continue to do a form of podcasting, but it's going to be a little bit different. We want to be able to give you more value than, um, just an array of, of special guests, So I know that, or I feel that developing yourself personally is the key to your success and your happiness. It is definitely... Panned out for me, and I see how it has has worked in so many ways. And so, what uh, we want to be able to do is provide you with not only blog posts that are they're going to help you develop that that personal awareness and self awareness, as well as how to how to get ahead kind of thing. And it's it's not a it's not a oh six steps to getting ahead or six steps yeah to success or, or yeah that. exactly it's not a blueprint because everyone is different. So if you follow along with us you will you'll see lots of different topics coming up on resilience and self-awareness and mindfulness and mindset and those kinds of things and we'll be offering lots of of support and content that will be helpful in in reaching goals. Excellent. There's one question I forgot to ask you but I really know that our
1: listeners want to know. What is that? Who or what has been your biggest influence? throughout your career.
0: Who or what has been my biggest influence? You can tell that I did not prepare answers to these questions in advance because I'm really having to think about that. I really think it's, um, hmm. I don't think it's a who per se. I don't think it's any one person. Um... I think it's more about continuing to be curious. Maybe that's the what, if you will. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's if there was a topic that resonated with me that I felt was interesting. So I would want to know more about it and I would research it a little bit further. Um,
1: that probably was an unfair question
0: because I have seen your library
1: <laughs> and, and you are you're you're influenced by many great people i So am. you're kind of a compilation of yeah of many wonderful, wonderful people so
0: it's a it's an extensive library because different people um have really contributed in a number of different ways, both business wise as well as as energetically spiritually emotionally, um, you know, I'm trained in several different modalities, but I wouldn't say that they were like the end all, you know, kind of, you know what I'm saying? Um, Mm -hmm. but those, those people who, um, I really have a high level of respect for like Gary Craig, where I learned EFT, the emotional freedom technique. And, um, okay. I'm going to forget the other gentleman's name. Gandhi. Oh yeah, Gandhi. Yeah, right. I yeah, I'm not sure what I can attribute to Gandhi at the moment, except for his peacefulness. But um, yeah, uh, but yeah, there's been a, there's been a lot of influences. Um, what uh, somebody Scoval Shin? It's going to come to me in a minute. Her first name. She was a nun in the early yes. 19th century, yes, 18th century, something like that. Mm-hmm. I forgot. Um, and she's oh my god she she was a spiritual she was so totally connected spiritually and just got all kinds of insights. And, and, and she, there's whole, there's, there's three volumes, three books written by her of just insights that she's had that just are fascinating, you know? Um, yeah. Just the way she saw the world during that time period is just yeah, fascinating. So is. I don't think it's a, an individual or necessarily a what, but, um, yeah,
1: a lot of things, it's a so, lot of things. So, looking at the at, at our discussion today, it sounds like um, that curiosity fuels you and intuition sort of guides you. And those things help you when you work with individuals or businesses or teams um, to try to reach their full potential. Your curiosity and your intuition really have a lot to do with it in addition to all the modalities you've learned and the skills and, and your education. So it's sort of a, sounds like a very well-rounded experience with
0: you. I think you summed it up really well. I think you're absolutely right. It 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 is all of those things and it's not a one thing. Right. Right. So it's, it's, it's that listening, it's that, intuition that feeling what that other person's feeling or that team is the team is feeling you know kind of deal when mm-hmm. they when there's anxiety or 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 um, conflict within a team and and knowing that that's not who they are as mm-hmm. individuals and knowing that and maybe an assumption but i believe that most people want to be on the high end of emotions you know they want to be at that feeling of freedom and joy and love because that's where the pleasure is, you and know. Life. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah. I think you summed it up very nicely.
1: So if someone wanted to reach out to Cheryl C. Jones, <laughs> um your website simplythebestresults dot com. You're mm-hmm. on LinkedIn as Cheryl C.
0: Jones. Mm-hmm. That's correct. I'm on Facebook as Cheryl, Cheryl C. C. Jones, Jones and Simply The Best Results. Correct. Um, and i am open to an email email, uh, email is cheryl c-h-e-r-y-l at simply the best um that's probably better than i mean it's it's a better way to reach me than by phone i'm open to that as well but i'd love it if uh, you s- drop me an email and said hey i like this podcast or you all were just crazy what were you thinking <laughs> <laughs> well thank you Cheryl it's
1: been a wonderful interview and we're going to ask our listeners to stay tuned because we are working on this next round of podcast and i very excited about that
0: so uh, thank you Cheryl and thank you listeners and thank you Kathy for being our host today or our co-host or whatever Absolutely. role you were playing today I'm not really sure <laughs> it was fun it was fun thank you so much thanks for listening if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star rating and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. To connect with me, Cheryl C. Jones, you can find me on LinkedIn and Facebook by my name. Don't forget that Cheryl is spelled with a C-H and be sure to include my middle initial, the letter C. You're welcome to email me at cheryl at simplythebestresults.com or visit my website of www simplythebestresults.com for more information and inspiration. This has been a GSTBR production created and hosted by me, Cheryl C. Jones, edited by Brandy Hockaday, and produced by Kathy Holscher. New episodes are available each Thursday on Apple, Stitcher, Spreaker, Google, and many other podcast directories. Thanks for joining us this week, and we'll see you next week.